I like that. I like what you got going on. <laughs> when you, I'm, I just okay. am reading your crew neck, by the way. Please read it. Uh, it says, God loves me and there's nothing I can do about it. There's you know, nothing I can do about it. Not one single thing. Oh, this is my favorite sweatshirt. I got it today. That's, oh, you I, got it today? I, I ordered it two weeks ago. Oh, it just It arrived out. today and I was like, thank God. Thank God. So what is it? Thank God. I think, uh, well, it's definitely being... sarcastic, but it falls on the line of, like, if someone who does believe in the Lord True. saw the shirt, they wouldn't be upset. Yeah. Because God does love me. Definitely. The irony can definitely fly under the radar. I just think it's so funny. I, lo I love it. I think it's hysterical. There's nothing I can do. It. They have, it's really funny because I found them from another podcast I listened to. Ah. Shout out to Chatty Broads. Which right on. I'll make you listen to that sometime. Probably, yeah. Um, I'll have a podcast to trade for, with you. Oh, good. So. We can totally. trade podcasts sometime. Great. Look but she has a shirt that she wears in their episodes that says, God is obsessed with me. I love that. And I saw it, I was like, that's hilarious. I almost bought that shirt. And then I found this one. I was like, no, nah, this is even funnier. And they also <laughs> have shorts that say, God won't let me die. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. But I think it's funny. That's a mood sometimes, for yeah. sure. Oh my god, it's oh, been yeah. a lot of Sunday mornings, just like, dude, like again. Yeah, do this and whole thing it, again. I, I love the. I'm trying so hard to get God not to love me. And just there's nothing I can just do push in the envelope as hard as you can. All right, hey, there's. You know what? Now's the time. Yeah. If, I, if there's, if there was a time to push back against God, it's probably right now. Although, if it has anything to do with nature. Uh, like like actual like physical nature. I don't know, man. I New like, Jersey is gonna be underwater in like thirty years. Yeah, it's bad. Yay! It's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> Super bad news. And there's nothing we can do about That's it. That's what I keep thinking too. I'm like, I really don't like. I recycle like yeah. just as much, if not more, than the. Yeah, you know what I think it is? I was thinking about this the other day, is that you have to support companies who are doing the work to be green because that's where it's going to happen. It's the, the companies that are going to do it. The problem is it's only small businesses. Right. Mostly that are doing it. Hey, support small businesses. So, yeah, that too. There's a lot of great ones, uh, there's a lot of great ones in LA. Um, so many. Also, uh, something we have in common, uh, we both wore crewnecks in 94 degree heat this we week. We love it. Um, I can't believe you did that yesterday, but you I walked think, around all day yesterday. That's true. Listen, I, I went out for 10 minutes. <laughs> when I was, when I was in high school, two of my buddies got into San Diego state out here yeah. and they were, they started wearing, I grew up, you know, I grew up in Northern Virginia. It, it gets hot towards yeah. the end of the summer. It gets muggy. Too. It gets really yeah. muggy, Same. dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, the humidity, exactly. but the, um. But they, yeah, it gets to like ninety five, and they'd be wearing they'd wear pants to high school after they mm. found out that they got in. Dude, bad set. Mm. Oh, it's just it's block. more sparkly. You know, it's more sparkly than you think. Oh yeah, They're like the uh, when they give the dogs that's like spicy water kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Oh my god, packing a kick. But the uh, yes. but they used to wear pants in ninety five degree weather because they were like, well, we got heat train because like oh. it's like hot all the you know the sun's out all the time in California. I was like, that makes sense. Here I am five years later now trying to heat train, but it's it's just never worth it. No. And I should just buy lighter material. I do wear pants to work every day, but I think that's because um, 
they, I, I work with a baby and he spits up all the time. Yeah, so if, if nice. I got that on my skin, I think For I'd sure. freak out. So even in hot days, I wear pants to work. So you're not into that, the um, uh, the regurgitation? Oh, I hate it. I, yeah. I, I can't even tell you. After I get off work, I'm the stickiest. I'm just sticky because oh, it's like yeah. formulas on all over me and spit-ups all over me and snot and and drool. Good. Kids drool so much. So I've heard. Yeah. I, don't, I don't interact um, with that many kids, so you're, you'll have to enlighten me. So I'm job searching because I've been nannying Cheers. for three years and I'm done. Yeah, be done. Yeah. That's the time. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, and it's not that I don't like kids. I just, I, I feel like I can't deal with them every day anymore. Maybe it's just something you've grown out of. Yeah. You know, it's definitely, I mean, like, you know, three years is a long time to quit. I mean, I, I've been bartending for the last five years. I quit yeah. that. And I'm starting my own business because oh, I don't see, want to do that. Oh, see, that sounds like fun. I kind of want to learn how to bartend. Bartending is a lot of fucking fun. Like, yeah. if you, like, like, once you know, like, if you're, like, if you work at a place that's jumping, like it's it's so yeah, you make so a lot fun. of tips. Right? Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. You can, you can you can make great money. Yeah, yeah, just be in the right place at the right time. Mm. But um, but yeah, yeah, shall we uh, shall we get into it? Yes, let's do it. All right, welcome back to Counter Friends, uh, the second Yay. episode. Uh, just get our little discourse out of the way here. Uh, you want to tell them what we're covering? Yeah, we're gonna do a little teaser episode today because we said we were gonna cover. Two shows, Bachelorette and Dave, season two. Mm -hmm. But we're going to cover what we've seen so far. Zach's seen one episode of The Bachelorette, and I've seen season one of Dave. So we'll yep. be giving first impressions and our favorite moments, our least favorite moments. Just thoughts. overall critique, yeah. thoughts, rants, <laughs> etc. Um, I think it's important to note that, so what, we're... So we're recording on the 13th, so the second episode of the newest season of Bachelorette is tonight. It premieres right after this. It's coming on right after this? Oh, yeah. Okay. So right after we record. Today is the 14th. Today is the 14th. Thank you. Um, I didn't know. I, uh, so today is the 14th. That makes sense because the first episode came out on the 7th. Um, today is the 14th, so episode 2 is coming out tonight. Dave season 2 premieres on Thursday. 17th. So we will be watching these concurrently uh, through the season and be doing updates as they go on. Uh, we both tried to pick one of our favorite TV shows and uh, thought it would be fun to watch and review them live. Yeah. yeah, and if you're a fan of the shows, or if you're not, you could always give them a try. But if you are, you can follow along with us, and yeah, we're going to have lots of fun. Totally. And if you guys have any thoughts, uh, let us know on our Instagram page, at CounterFriendsPod. Yeah. Um, yeah for yes, sure. and our first episode was only out on Spotify because we were waiting for it to be approved. So next week, what happened? It's out on everything. Oh, now it's out on everything. Now, our roots oh. are our roots are okay. on the ground. Yeah. Okay, Great. great. Apple Podcasts approved. Oh, amazing. Okay, so it did get approved. So then you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes and. Give us some love. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. All right. Cool. Um, well, I guess. You want to go first this week? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Your impression first. Since, is that what we did? We switched what we did last week. Uh, yeah. That is yeah. what we did. So we can, we can start with, uh, we can start with the Bachelorette. All right. Um, so, uh, would you like to get, a, like, give a brief? Yes. Yeah. The Bachelorette is the worst. <laughs> 
the worst. It's not the worst. I love it so much. It's still. I, I was gonna say you do. You you have so much passion. And love I would for it. say I, it started yeah, out as a guilty sports. pleasure, and now it's not. Okay. It's like I I love it, and I don't care who knows it. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know what the Bachelorette is, one woman around thirty guys. I think there's only like twenty some this season though. I forget how many there are this season, but it's usually one girl, thirty guys. Every episode, they date. She dates all the men at once, and then she slowly narrows it down until she finds the one, and they get engaged. Completely. And it never lasts, and they usually break up after a month or two. But it's, it's so it, entertaining. It's a completely organic experience, not influenced by anybody other than uh, the the one woman and thirty said men, right? Yes. Yeah, and there's completely also completely organic. The Bachelor, of course, which is the reverse of that. Right. But I prefer the Bachelorette because women and power and all that stuff most definitely yeah pound it up yeah the uh how long have you been watching this show uh this is interesting i started watching it sophomore year of college okay and my first season it's still my favorite season okay which was ari leyendijk season he was the bachelor and um it was just so funny and i and it was intense, like yeah. so much intense emotion. I think there's something about watching like a woman sit and weep for however long on TV. It, it's Definitely. really interesting. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Um, and so I got very into it, and then I started to buy all the old seasons on iTunes. Mm. So I have every season of the all. Bachelor and Bachelorette. Bachelor in Paradise is also amazing. Got you. Um, and that's more of like a Love Island ish. Yes. Uh, yeah. Vibe, not it's necessarily like anyone the same can format. Date. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, the Bachelor and Bachelorette are more cutthroat, though, which I enjoy. It's very competitive based, Most which definitely. I enjoy. Um, yeah. So I got into it that way, and then I just rewatched a ton of seasons mm. and kept falling in love with people. Because the great thing about the franchise, or maybe not so great, <laughs> is that they bring people back. So the the girl who's the Bachelorette right now, say, she was originally on. Yeah. Yes, she was on the last season. And she was my favorite on the last season, and I haven't had my favorite be picked for the lead before, so that was really exciting. It's huge. Yeah. All right. Amazing. I'm happy for you. Yeah, she's super cute. So we, uh, <laughs> I watched, um, I watched the first episode with my girlfriend last night, and uh, the end, the outro promo. Um, oh, it's it's intense. Well, yeah. I mean, grown men. Uh, you know, this one woman. Like all just ferociously in tears, yeah. For Fero like ferociously in tears. Yeah. It's like watching a car crash, man. Like you can't look away. You can't look away, and there's always they always tease stuff like that at the end of every episode. Like it's very intense. Yeah. And it sometimes turns out to not be that intense when you actually watch the episode, but it's right. still good content. Like I I don't know what's so intriguing about watching someone be in turmoil, but maybe it's because I experience it less in my life now. Sure. Like I was experiencing it more in middle high school when that that sort of those feelings were really you just being, oh oh I see you just being like dating in general yeah just like yeah courtship in general yeah, like, yeah and now yeah. I'm at a place where my life is very leveled out in that area for sure um so it it gives you that little jolt of those emotions yeah 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 it's a reliving the past a little yeah. bit like uh, in in all fairness and um, and positive positive spirit I suppose mm -hmm. uh the one thing that Delia said last night uh what immediately she was like this season 
just doesn't feel like the rest of the season. It's so different. Like, yeah. So I, I have like little to no prior experience with this show. My mom used to watch it. Like I've seen oh, yeah. a plethora of pilots. Yeah. And then like a couple ring ceremonies in my time, but I couldn't tell you anything else that really is supposed to happen in the middle of the show. Right. So this is all gonna be Oh good. Relatively brand new to me. I'm kinda glad you're starting with a clean slate because it is very different, but I actually and a lot of people are not enjoying it right now because there was a long time host hosted for twenty five years. Right. He's gone now. But I, I was really say, like, he ended up being um, some kind of dirtbag, right? Yeah, well, he did a racist interview. Well he did a an interview in which he was racist to the woman who was interviewing him, who was a former ba bachelorette. Oh my God. But she was the first black bachelorette. And so it was Jesus. extremely uncomfortable. Like yeah. if you if you have time you can watch it. It's intense. I'm gonna have it's like to an look eight that minute interview. Oh well, that's not fun. No, um, it's not. But I think I think it was good for him to go. And also I don't think the host plays as big of a part as a lot of people are making it out to be. Right. So many people are like, I'm not gonna watch this season because Chris isn't hosting and it's like, well, he doesn't. He comes out and says, "Here's the final rose tonight," and that's about it. Right, right, um, right, right. And I liked the energy of having two former bachelorettes be there with her. Yeah, for sure. They were two of my favorites too. But also, just that female energy was kind of nice, rather than having a man walk her through that. Totally, yeah. totally. I feel like that. I feel like that makes way more sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, <clears throat> maybe if you had him for like the bachelor that make more sense but i'm like yeah. i'm kind of glad that two women are walking through it with her too yeah I and it seems to just be the in the correct lane and they've done it before too mm. which i think was really oh like the two of them have yeah, been bachelors before yeah yeah, yeah yeah right so, all right to share that experience um i mean <laughs> okay may, may i just i go I, for I, it I tell me all thoughts. your thoughts so uh i really like the Bachelorette. I really like Katie. Mm -hmm. um, she she just seems fun. I mean, I guess her like quirk is like she's super sex positive yeah. and like blah, blah, blah. Which like, you They know always what? have a weird trope. Right, right. Yeah. I was going to say, they kind of give everybody a gimmick. Yeah. Well, so yeah. And I don't know if they do this at the beginning of uh, every pilot episode when they bring the women or the guys in, depending on if it's yeah. the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. But like every dude that introduced himself to her had like some kind of little like like it was a very on the nose gimmick it wasn't yes. just like hey this guy's like you know yes well when she her limo entrance to meet the previous bachelor she brought her dildo with her ah and she was like i want you to meet my friend which is why a lot of the men were doing the sort of sexual innuendo greeting with her that clarifies yeah. so much <laughs> because well here's the problem like I, i'm coming in so you're coming in blind i'm coming in completely blind <laughs> yeah. and then you know uh this whole moment is about uh they're like trying to they're trying to court this woman you know they're yeah. trying to like like you know trying to show that what the fuck they got and it's like the dude came up in a cat suit and that guy rocks really like she like she like loved that dude. A dude was I was up. shocked she liked that. There was a guy who dressed up as a cat and she made out with him. Uh, like, like like aggressively. And dressed up as a cat with him. And didn't even like give him the 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 uh the immunity rose, the first impression boutonniere. You have to talk about All right. Oh, I'm, there's so much to talk about. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah. Um 
But, okay, so her coming up with the dildo, like, at the beginning of last yes. season, that makes way more sense why so many of these dudes are coming up with, like, all these different things. Like, dude can't... And that, like, some of them were bad, man. Guy that drove the Winnebago. We have to talk about that. So, a dude from New Jersey drove... Uh, I thought it was kind of cute at first because he brought his RV and he was like, oh, I thought I'd bring my home with me. There's nothing wrong with living in an nothing RV. Wrong with that. It was so, I thought it was tight that he went up. Cute and, at I, first. I was like, all right, this man's like fucking, like, this is him. Like, he's repping all himself up a block. Where shit went wrong was uh, he tries to get some alone time with her and yeah. he brings her in the RV and then clean. It's a goddamn it, thing it was RV. Disgusting, like clothes everywhere. And then on top of that, he offers her like a veggie tray that Yeah, like open. that you got from like Safeway. And you he know kept making comments that were like, Oh, I, I hope you don't think this is like weird. I'm not a creep or anything inviting you into my RV. And I was like, Why would you even say that? Literally. It wasn't man. creepy until you said it. All of the like there are so many just pick me dudes right off the bat. Yeah. And it was like, so quick. Like, listen, I get it. Like I get, first of all, I get <laughs> that they need like an eclectic group of people yes. to do this. And I also understand that like, this is completely inorganic and bonkers mm -hmm. and that like nerves are going to be there. Yeah. Totally sympathize with that. It looks like some of these guys were about to shit their pants, like live on the fucking thing, talking this I stuff. have to say, this is so far, and I've only seen the first episode, and usually what it is is like, as you get in through the show, you start to like the men more, but this is my least favorite group of guys on night one. Like, I don't, I have like one or two that I kind of like, but they were still pretty cringe. That's what I was thinking. Like, Andrew, who did, he, he was pretty cute, and but then he did the, the accent. The whole time. The entire, yeah. yeah he came yeah. in and did an accent and just kept doing it. And it was like funny for five seconds, but then he kept going and it was cringe. That shit gets tired so fast. Yeah. Like so fast. Yeah. The other thing, okay. One guy that stood out to me in particular, yes. I cannot believe he's, he, he got a rose and stayed. The guy, Michael. So he, so this, him. so this dude comes up. First of all. Oh, is oh, he the one with the kid? Yes. Oh. He grew on me by the end. Yes. He was weird He's, at the beginning. Well, weird. came off firing, like firing off. He comes up to me and says, hey, like, listen, I know our time here is important. So I brought this watch that has been an heirloom in my family for 200 yes. years. <laughs> and said, what's up? This is for you. Yeah. And, like, I don't know how. And then took it back. And was like, actually, this is just a joke. Oh, he took it back. He took it back, which which made it somehow more uncomfortable. Like he didn't do it in a way. It was weird. That's the thing. I don't even know if that's a lot of their intros were just awkward. I didn't even like the the ball pit guy. He came in with a truck full of ball pits and he sort of jumped out, but it wasn't enthusiastic enough. Wasn't great. Yeah, it was kind was of lackluster. That was. Who am I? Uh, starts with a T. The... It was like Trevor or Trey or something like Somebody. that. Somebody. Um, cool guy, though. Dude, oh my God. And then the guy, there's a guy that's like a great artist. I liked him, actually. Oh, He's kind of sexy, too. To be honest with you, I like, 
he's a fucking phenomenal artist. Yeah. I had mixed feelings about the painting that he brought because I thought he was right there yeah. and then just barely missed the mark. And I'll explain why. Okay, tell me. So he brings in this painting and it's gorgeous. Like it's like it like looks. He can do photorealism like really excellent. well. Like I it, it literally thought, but they were arranged in a heart, but then in the middle there was one missing. Yeah. And he. He was. I've never been in a situation where. If I'm trying to hit on someone and I'm like, hey, there's like, I don't know, like I'm just like really lonely in my life right now. There's a void in my heart right now. Um, and have ever gone home with somebody that That's night. a great point, actually. Re like, I was just like, how do you first, dig yourself into this hole immediately? Yeah, at first what he said was like, I'm going to finish this as our time together goes on. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he's going to work on it during the season, which I think is kind of a cute idea, but I like what you're saying that like, you have to be fully content within yourself. Totally. Before you're ready to, and I, that's why some of these people are just on TV to be on TV, but. And that, yeah, that's the other thing, dude. Well, yeah, I mean like the, well, the cat guy's a math teacher. I'm like, they, we, we literally were like, dude, this guy's students are probably watching this. The like, cat you... guy really threw me because how bold do you have to be? He teaches eighth grade. How bold do you have to be to draw cat whiskers on yourself and stay dressed up as a cat the whole night? And then, like, all his students have seen him make out with someone in a cat costume. Dude, bananas. He will never live that down. He, I, I would not go back to that school, at least. Literally. Yeah, I was learning to think the exact same thing. I mean, like, hey, here's the thing. If you got the, if you got the gumption, yeah. good on you. Like, I, like I'm not I'm – not, trying to judge any of these people because I would never do this. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? So like I, I, you know, take everything I say with a grain of salt, but as a viewer, uh, observing art, I'm allowed mm. to have an opinion. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> uh, there was, and then, all right. So covered a lot of like the highlight guys. We didn't do Greg. We didn't do Greg. Greg. I have thoughts on Greg. So Greg, Greg was playing one note the entire time, but he still got it done. Which, like, I'm I can't be in Katie's head. Yeah. I have no idea how this shit works. So, yeah. like, I like I don't have that kind of sense of like where she might be coming from yet. This guy was skittish the whole time. Yeah. The thing that got me was as she was giving him the first suppression rush, she was like, "Hey, like, I can tell you're nervous, but like, like you know, you're giving off a really nervous vibe right now, but." Um, I think there's something in there that yeah. I can work with, like, and that we can explore later, like when those nerves dissipate. Really cool sentiment. I'm really pumped for that guy. Yeah. How the fuck does that make sense for the first impression Rose? It didn't make any sense to me. I also got bad vibes from him. Like, I don't think Ooh, he's... Ooh, dive in. Yeah. Give I, it to me. He... And you know what it was? It was when he walked away the first time and she goes, he reminds me of my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, ooh, ooh. that's... And he actually also reminds me... Danger. He reminds me of an ex-boyfriend who behaved a similar way and then was not so great. Gotcha. So we'll see where it goes, but as of right now, I'm getting red flags with him. Not for any particular reason, but just because of his vibe. Interesting. So I'm interested to see if he does become a villain or if he 
changes my mind. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But a weird choice. I for sure thought she was giving it to Connor, who was the cat guy. Yeah. And then, like, like literally, like, completely flipped the... Like, I never in a million years... I thought, you know what? I thought either Connor was going to get it or Jake, the dude... So there was a was he the box guy? Yep. I so, liked him actually. I liked him a lot too. Was, I was kind of a stud. I also really liked the hockey guy. The hockey guy had the best walk-up deliverance too. No fucking idea. No, well, I think it's like I think it's like Josh. It's or something. hard to remember everybody because there's so many night one, but then it gets narrowed down. It gets so interesting. I'm a lot of guys I thought were gonna leave didn't. Also, thought Hunter was gonna get the boot. Yes. Uh, um, I I was shocked because normally the person who wears the costume night one gets sent gets home immediately, and she was really into him, which I was like, okay. And then Jake, who you were we were about to talk about, he came out in a box, like a giant present box, and then was like, hi, Katie, but didn't come out of the box, and then they wheeled him away. So he stayed in the box all night. Yeah. Like, and then at the end of the night, she finally met him. But he came out with such confidence. Also, pro move. Yeah. How the fuck? Because you gotta give him props for staying in the box. So. But he was a low key genius because yeah. think about it. You have all these dudes that are doing this all like this whole one thing, and then you have this box. And then as the bachelorette, you have a choice. You can talk to all these guys that you're saying, but at some point. You're gonna want alone time with and, the box. And it's smart because it oh it builds tension. Creates it's like, mystery. Who's in there? It could be the hottest guy in the room. He's in the box. So I'm he saying. was pretty sexy too. And, dude, and you know what? I was just about to say that. Yeah. Like guy was a stud. Like yeah. he delivered. Like when so he came he out of the box, I was like that. He also if I sat in a box for three or four hours, I'd be sweaty and cramped. I'd be like pissed when I got slick. He was great! Completely like put and his together. His hair was fine. Perfect. No wrinkles in his clothes. He's yoked. Good for He's him. He's like this massive guy. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, massive dude, like a perfect, like plaid three-piece suit. Like, just like, where the fuck do you find this yeah. guy? There were so many people that Literally, you'd get a glimpse of... I didn't even think they did, like, a profile oh, on yeah. it. you get a glimpse of, and, and then, then they, they were just gone. Did, did you see the guy? I think it, his name was Brandon. In the with pink? The, with the hair. Did you see the pink? He had, like, had, like, a hairband, and it looked like he had, like, long oh, blonde no. hair. I was just like, who the fuck is this dude in no, the pink? Where are we going to meet the dude in the um, pink? He had brown hair that was, like, guy that long. Came, guy that came in on the moped. Like, sort of mid-length hair. Yeah, chopped off. It was like a bob. Never saw him one time. No, and then uh, yeah. I would have sent him home too. Mad so. Italian looking dude. Yeah. I thought he was going to come up and play big. I'll be honest oh, really? with you. I thought he was going to be like kind of like a like a zesty Mediterranean like, you know, kind of like option or whatever. Maybe. Is that fucked up to say? No, a no, no. zesty no. Mediterranean option? I don't think so. I mean, they, they always have such interesting characters. I was shocked that they didn't make her keep the RV guy. Oh, because, sorry, that's something, the producers will require the lead to keep certain people around. Oh. So if someone's a villain, like if they decide on a villain for the season, they will require that the lead gives them a rose without them wanting to most of the time. Gotcha. Just to keep that drama going. Totally. Um, which I think is hysterical. But she didn't keep the RV guy, and I was shocked that they didn't make her. But he was so creepy that maybe they were like... That's probably why they kept that other guy, Hunter. I didn't like him. I got like a rat vibe from him the whole time. Yeah. I didn't know like what his deal was. You know who else was weird? 
I think his name was Christian. Mm. He he looked somehow like forty five and ten years old. The dude in the green suit with the yes. blonde hair on yes, top. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He he was interesting. He was all right. I didn't think it was going to be his like. Is his name Gabriel? Oh, Sound like we're that. messing up all the names, but it's totally fine. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> um, and then, well, yeah, and then uh, the the two there was randomly a scene where the one guy pulled a Cody outside. And he was like, "Listen, man, I don't like you. Oh. Don't talk to me." Uh, and Cody's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." He was like, "No, nah, you do, man." So there's tea, like, there's tea on that. People are speculating that they know each other because they're both from San Diego. That's got to be the case. I think so too because there's no nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened, and these two guys just got in a fight. It was literally like I remember, it, like I feel like I remember her like being in the RV with the one dude, yes. and then they quick cut. And he's and just like, fighting. look, man, don't even, like, look at me out here. And Cody's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And you're everyone was just confused. And I don't think either one of them really talked to her for a good amount of time that no, day either. So definitely. it definitely wasn't about her. Well, I hate that one dude now. The one that went after the guy. Yeah, and then, like, at one point, I thought he was going to get the boot. And I was like, but there's no way. No. Yeah, of course they're going to keep that guy. There was, like, a quick shot where, like, they were kept panning back to Cody because he was like, you know, it was his, his nail-biter moment. Yeah. And then it cut, and, like, the dude was standing in front of him. He didn't have a boot in here, and then all of a sudden he did. And I was just like, God damn it. See, like, I'm, like, way more invested in this than I ever thought I'd even want to be now. Just because, really like... interesting. I just, like, I want to know what's going on in these people's heads. I, I asked Eric, well, our acting professor, one time. I was like, I kind of want to bring scene in from The Bachelor or The Bachelorette and do it with somebody because I... I just think it's so raw, emotional. These are actual words coming out of people's mouths, but they are still scenes. It'd be a great challenge to uh, make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, make it work truthfully for yourself when it's it's somebody else's truth that you are pretty far away from. And, and it's not like... Nine times out of ten, it's not perfectly crafted text. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like that, I actually like that idea a yeah. lot. Did you ever do it? No, I didn't. Huh. Eric thought it was a good idea too. I yeah, just never I'm did. sure he did. Yeah, just like didn't have the opportunity. I I forget if it was COVID or if it was just we didn't set up a time to do it. Um, but yeah, it never happened. Interesting. We could try it sometime. Yeah, for sure. We definitely. <laughs> I'm should. sure there'll be some stuff this season. That's fun. I I have one last thing, and then we can get into Dave. Um, so. Uh, the two former bachelorettes yeah. that are coming in and hosting. I, I like them both a lot. Tasha and Caitlin. Yes. Um, what I hate, and I don't know if they did this with Chris Harrison either. Chris Chris Harrison. Yeah. Is it mad? Has it always been mad scripted or? It, Chris has like developed his own script. Gotcha. I think, well, I don't know if it was scripted or not, but he says the same sort of things every, every time. episode. Yeah. And he says them in a very controlled way. Gotcha. So I do think it was a different energy, and I think what you're about to say, which I do agree with you, is that they were stepping over each other quite a bit. All the time. Yeah, and Tasha, I think, would actually be a really great host on her own. Caitlin would too, but I think totally. Tasha is a very composed, she's also gorgeous she feels like the the front yeah. woman she was the most yeah. recent bachelorette she was a bachelorette right before katie got it and caitlin is my favorite bachelorette not just because we have the same name 
Um, but she's just so funny and warm. She actually has her own podcast too, mm. which is very good. Nice. Um, but yeah, I think Tasha would be more suited to host, and and I think she could hold her own too. She's very composed. And I think what they should do is have a female host for The Bachelorette, a male host for The Bachelor. And I I like the idea of it being a previous Bachelor or Bachelorette, sort of mentoring that person through it. That is cool. I do like that idea. I agree with that, too. I think that makes sense to have. I think that completely makes more sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but I do agree with you that they were talking over each other. There's also just, points, they were shoving props in their hands. Yeah. Like at one point they were like, you know, because oh, they were like the looking out the window room. and then they, yeah, they're putting like prop, popcorn mm-hmm. in their hand. And then like that kind of, here's the thing, with reality TV like this, I want to believe so wholeheartedly that is absolutely so, like this is happening without any influence yes. at all. This is how it's people not- are. <laughs> I like seeing like griminess in people, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh. Love Island tracked with me. Mm-hmm. That's mess. Because That's a mess. it's actually, dude, it like. It's fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's, I be, like, I believe it. Mm-hmm. I believe, and it has proven true. It has yeah. ruined people's lives. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know, the, there's been a lot of sad post, uh, post events from mm-hmm. certain seasons, like, uh, with that show, yet they yeah. still produce it in all these countries and everything. And it still sticks around. I think now they are providing mental health. Uh, they do it for The Bachelor, too. They do? Yes. They uh, have somebody there. But also, I think The Bachelor is getting a little <clears throat> more produced, like overproduced. Yeah. Right? More, and more recently, because, I mean, after 25 years of doing a show, of course it's going to... Shit, it's, it's been on for 25 years. Isn't that insane? Oh my God. I tried to watch the first season, and it was like... I, I just couldn't get into it because it was so different. Jesus. Um, it's older but than I, us. But I do think they sort of overproduce. And, and the last season was really over-edited. Uh, so they took out a lot. Of, like, we missed group dates. We missed um, one-on-one dates and, and other things, which they they have never taken that stuff out before. And they sort yeah. of played their own storyline when there was more story that you don't get to see. So I'm hoping they don't do that with this season. Episode one was a good start, and I hope that it keeps going with that. I mean, I'm dialed in now. All right. So I'm I'm like, I see it's enjoyable. It's like weirdly enjoyable. It's just like <clears throat> it, like it, I don't know. It pushes my buttons. Mm-hmm. Like it just pushes my buttons. So like I, I just want, and I, I, I don't know. Like I just want to like give these people help. Sometimes yes. I want to be like that, bringing back to. Uh, the hockey this is the last thing I'll say about yeah. this. The the guy that played hockey mm-hmm. literally like came up to her. There was no bit. Right, good looking dude built. Just grabbed her hands. He was like, "You look gorgeous. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Thank you for having me. Talk to you inside." Mm-hmm. That's all. It has to be. So clean. Like looked great. Like like no. You know, like the one guy, like we were saying, like the one guy was literally like, oh no, like I'm not like a creep or nothing, but like, and the same vibes from the dude giving the heirloom, pulling it back. Yeah. Listen, if if you are the goofy dude, mm-hmm. if you are not, you know, Chris, Chris Evans, Captain America, if you're the goofy guy and that's how you have to play your lane, yeah. that like totally get it. That's my lane. 
But like you can't you can't you can't put it all on the line like yes. that. Like yeah. you can't put it all well, on the line. Well it ruins like your that. first impression. That's what I'm thinking is yeah. is some of them were cute. Like she really liked the guy in the cat costume. I don't good for her. Right. But but also there's such a risk you're taking with like meeting possibly your future wife in a cat costume. Most definitely. That's a big, big risk. Here's a, like, it depends on what state, it depends on the stakes behind the gesture. Like, mm -hmm. like cat suit, um, uh, wasn't there like another cat, uh, like, all right, cat suit, definitely like really out of the box, um, you know, a little like okay, could go either way. Yeah. Uh, dude ripping his boxers out of pants. There's oh, one way. That to, was weird. There's one way to take that. Uh, a a priceless family heirloom that may or may not be in your possession. That's like you know completely that's different. A dire situation. One hundred percent. It's like like and I how intense to meet someone for the first time and say I'm gonna give you this really personal thing. Actually, I'm not. It's <laughs> what? Like, I'd be rattled if I was the bachelor. I'd be like, I don't even know if I like wanna. Uh, I don't even know if I want any more alone time with this mm -hmm. person because I don't know if that's our jump. Yeah. Then how much more intense can we really get? Yeah, there was my one of my favorite things. Um, many seasons ago, there was one girl who came on The Bachelor in a wedding dress, met him in a wedding dress, and then she got black, like wasted, <laughs> wasted. And so at the end of the night, when As she, she when she finally got time with him, this was Sean Lowe's season. Um, she finally got time with him and she was just like slurring her words no. like i love you so much so good to see you no she made it to the final two whoa and then he didn't pick her though so that says something still though still bold moves dude yeah anything can happen <laughs> in the bronx um yeah all right wow. well Holy great shit. so much to talk about yeah and it, it's gonna be long yeah it's gonna be long it's, i think it's usually like 12 episode seasons really oh i thought it was 24 no i think it's shorter than that but usually the finale they draw the finale so it's like a three hour episode oh shit usually. okay that's fine sometimes I'm i gotta pound the coffee and just what know we, you sure. know what we should do like we should do an event for that we should do like a oh, live watch, or something let's watch the finales together let's yeah. watch the finale of bachelorette and dave most definitely okay. would you like to introduce dave i would love to introduce okay. dave yeah that's a great uh turning point so um oh my god i'm exhausted uh so <laughs> dave uh dave came out last year it's like one of my three favorite shows uh on the past year it's on fx season two come out, comes out on thursday that's free pr dave bird hit me up at zach Wool on instagram <laughs> um uh little dickie's new show semi-autobiographical um the first season basically tracks hit like where he's super underground he has one song out uh called my dick sucks love it yeah, super viral. Um, uh, but that's really all that he has. Uh, and he lives with his roommate, played by Andrew Santino, and his girlfriend, played by Taylor Misiak. Oh, both awesome. She's incredible. She's great. She graduated from Ithaca. She has credits from UCB. Um, she, uh, she has an incredible capacity 
for truth. I believe yeah. her. I believe her in every scene she's in. Yeah, a hundred percent. Especially, well, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. But the third episode is the funniest episode of TV from last down. year, and the ninth episode before the season finale. Yeah, like you think it's a comedy, but it has serious themes. Oh, yeah. And then they just fucking crank you at the end. Um, it's a great show, but it's basically the first season is more about him building his team and uh, starting to actually gain a following and uh, become more of the superstar that he uh, knows he is. Can I won't say dreams of because he just he is so sure he believes. Yes, yeah. he believes that he's capable of being, which gets him into some tough spots here and there. Uh, any initial thoughts? What'd you think? I love this show and thank you so much for showing it to me. But yeah. I think overall the acting is ridiculous. Like the, the, the cast of characters we have are just all amazing. And they all have like little moments in episodes that make them really shine. I love mm -hmm. Gata's episode, amazing. which is episode four, I think. Four or five. Four or five. It's in the middle. Um, I love that one because that's his one friend who is bipolar and he sort of shares that with all his friends. I just thought that was one of the most beautiful moments of TV because we see Gaeta struggling with that and normal sitcoms would have him internalize that and not share it with his group of friends. But in this, which is true to real life, he shares it with them and they end up having a really sort of awkward but wonderful discussion about it. Oh, 100%. And it was, it, that's what I love about the show. It's not like other sitcoms. It's true to life. And it it allows for all these really beautiful moments that are also funny and awkward and really interesting. Most definitely. It, it speaks so much. It's, it, it contains so much humanity mm -hmm. that I think, you know, I mean, we have a different experience of viewing things just you know, because we train to be actors, yeah. I, I I would say. Uh, not trying to, you know, fuck you. Fuck you we, if you we, think that's pretentious. We think about acting all the time. But I, uh, I can't not think about it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, at yeah. this point, like, you know, I mean, like, I can't watch TV the same way just because yeah. I notice more things. To the naked eye viewer, though, um, I feel like that goes... Now, I'm not going to say that. It's a great show. It's like I think it's very well valued in pop culture right now. Yeah. But I mean, the themes and how they're tackled and like the way it's written, like the like just how much the writing is insane. It's awesome. They give speaking to that scene yeah. in Gata's episode. Yes. So by the way, so Gata is uh Dave meets Gata in the first episode and Gata you don't know much about him, but you just know that he's in the scene in the music industry and he gets him connected with YG and then Dave eventually makes him his hype man because he has been a hype man for uh, other people before. However, he's a little all over the place, now we'll know why, and it comes to this point where he takes too much of his dosage to manage his uh, bipolar um his bipolar disorder yeah. and like is like zooted in the rehearsal room and they just start screaming at him and like Dave was like I need my hype man and he's he's you know he can't like, he can't do it yeah and, and no finally he has to share yeah yeah but they they build it up like I believe like I believe like even as people like in our industry just as a content thing like yeah. I just believe that that 
would be the moment. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it just, it all tracked so well. Yeah. It all made perfect sense. And I also think a lot of shows, especially recently, have an issue with, being like, now we're going to talk about mental health in this episode. We're going to address it in this way. That was way more organic. I believe that it was an issue that this character struggled with his whole life. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of other shows, I can't really believe that. So I really liked that it was so authentic and such a great moment. The <clears throat> I like I like what you just mentioned because in that actual episode, if you remember, as they're like so they're flashing back to moments in Gay's life. Um yeah. And like when he was a hype man for OC Genesis 2016, and then uh, as he came out of that, but it's these moments, uh, you know, these like really impressionable moments in his life, and you know that something is wrong, but you don't quite, you, ne- you don't they never that. say it. Yeah. Even when he goes in for like uh, his prescription, like it's never quite, like something's up, but yeah. it's never quite clear. And then there's that moment. Where he's there, like, bro, I'm bipolar, mm-hmm. and like, you like it. All the air gets sucked out of the room, and yeah. it's like exactly what you said. Like they weren't trying to, like you saw something coming, but then like when it hits, mm-hmm. like it, you know, it fucking smacks. And I also like that it wasn't immediately accepted. It wasn't totally. immediately like everyone was in the room, like, oh, we love you, it's okay. It was like, oh shit. They really took the time to let it affect them, yeah, and then respond, which yeah. which was just beautiful like i love watching it most definitely yeah um what else do i want to say oh i i think if you start watching the show you just immediately fall in love with dave like his character is so he draws you in and it is his story but like he is so much confidence in his oh yeah and i like that it's not necessarily confidence in himself because he has insecurities but it's confidence in his art and what he's able to create I think I've always felt a strong sense of that. Yeah. Um, like with anything that I do, I'm like, oh, I can do that. Like I have a strong sense of what I, my abilities. I like that he has confidence in his abilities. Totally. Um, so that really draws you in. And again, like you said, I'm not surprised you track with that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah that makes it sense does get him into trouble at times, but sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a little bit full of yourself. Yeah, in the in the in the name of ambition, which yeah. which it definitely you know it definitely is. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like spoil too much. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, I have some. I have my favorite moments from season one. Let's go through them. Okay, episode three, the whole episode, and go watch it if you haven't watched like i don't care if you don't watch the show go watch episode three of the show what i like about it is it's hilarious but also it really the relationship that he and his girlfriend have is extremely supportive Mm -hmm. like they they have an issue with their sex life and they're by the end able to work through it and it's kind of funny it's kind of awkward but But it feels real it feels real it feels like it would really happen and i also like that again a lot of other sitcoms it would be like well because yeah basically what happens is they're unhappy with they're both pretty unhappy with their sexual life yes yeah. and or that part of their relationship 
she catches him with his <laughs> it's it's quote uh it's referred to in the show uh as a fuck me silly three yes so it's basically just a butt and then the legs also and the feet <laughs> i um, i think it's so funny like it's very that... strange but i've seen i've seen the 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 version of that without the legs. Yeah, I think it's weird that it has the legs. And if they intentionally put legs on that thing, they're geniuses. That's hilarious. And she even says that. Like, she catches him with it, and she's like, why does it have legs? What the fuck? And it's so just heavy. Like, it looks really... <laughs> and it's so funny. When he picks it up by the ankles, it's like, it's like gelatin, so yeah. it, like, stretches. Oh. It's a great physical gag. And then... Well, that's my favorite part is when... Because he's basically in the bathroom with it's right after they have sex. So he's yeah. obviously not taken care of. So yes. he's in, he's in yes. there, and she's right, trying right, right. to get in the bathroom. She has to pee. But he's, like, trying to figure out where the fuck to put this thing. So... Yeah, so... He... he Shoves it in the shower door, and it's like a magnetic, you know, it's like one of the ones that you can like click yeah. open and open. It's not like a curtain. Um, but then she's in the now, she's in the room, she's peeing, and the feet fall out of the shower and they flop. It's man, like the they... funniest thing I've ever seen <laughs> just like watching him try to figure out how to hide it and then having it come out. <sighs> She's terrified. Well, this is terrifying. <laughs> I would be freaked out. Oh my god! I would be like my heart would sink to my ankle. Yeah, like, I'd lose my shit. Holy shit! Last man. night, uh, we had I, I I took the pillows off the bed, but I forgot that I did it, and I went to use the bathroom, and I saw the like pillows laying on the ground. It was dark. I turned the lights. Oh out. yeah, yeah. I was like, there's a person on the floor. I know there is. I'm like, Cole, please check if those, that's a person. Please look at that. But think, <clears throat> you know, you're sort of disoriented in the night, and then seeing something that's like a human in yeah. the night, very scary. For sure. So I love that she was coming at it from that point of view. The other that's thing I... That's a really I, good point, actually. Yeah. I fucking... I would always get that one. Coat rocks. Coat racks in the dark always be looking like people, oh. especially if you put a hat on top. If you have like a sweater sitting on a chair, oh yeah, oh god, I see ghosts all the time. Now I'm like, do you ever, don't say. Do you ever just wake up in the middle of the night and like get this feeling like you you can't move, like not that you can't move, Ooh. but just like you shouldn't. I don't. This happens to me all the time. Like, I'm like, I should not make a sound right now. Not sleep paralysis, but you're just like. Too oh, to oh, okay. Yes. For, oh, for sure. Like, there's definitely something in here that I need to make sure they know I'm, like, sleeping still. For sure. For a sure. presence. I don't like, know. Uh, yeah, so man. Weird. Like, something falls upstairs. Like, pizza guy came in too far or something like that. You know yeah. I mean? Like, uninvited. Oh, that's scary. I don't know. It's freaky. Well, anyway. Yeah, I know. But no, I have experienced that. You know what? You know what's really weird? That experience in my sleep? For years, while I was in high school, I had a reoccurring dream that, like, like it, I would have it like every few months, but it was always exactly the same. And tell me if you think this makes sense. I, I have a reoccurring dream too. So I'll really? share mine. Ooh, yes. yeah, please. So we, we, like, I'm in this dream, and I'm like in a city, and I'm like under an overpass, and I'm on the street, and. There's just a crowd of people, like, in a circle, and I'm always fighting somebody. Oh, God. And, like, I know, like, it's like a, you know, like, 
I, like, I never know who, but like, it, I, like I'm always fighting someone. Mm. And every time I go to throw a punch, it's like I lose all of oh. my power literally right before it hits I him. So I can't so land it. so many dreams like that. Get the fuck out of here. So many, you know what it is for me though? It's I'm trying to run and I can't run. Like I'm running away from somebody and but I can't run. But you're just never fast enough? That happens to me all the time. What's up with that? I used to I, have that all the time. And it's I don't have it as much anymore either, but I think it's maybe a lack of control over maybe. something. I don't know. It's like we a stress dream. Their dream analysts are crazy. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't even know how they come up with this stuff. We should get our dreams analyzed. I would totally. Oh, yeah. We'll have somebody on. Analyzed, yeah. If you analyze dreams, please reach out to yeah, us. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> well, my... Uh... My one friend is like super into it. My friend Allie, she's yeah. super into it. I wouldn't call her a dream rear, but like mm -hmm. I've like, she's been like, if you send me stuff, like I'll like give you like whatever. Oh, she's like told me a couple things here and there. I feel like I would be able to do that, but I don't want to get too into it. Like I don't want to psych myself out. Afraid to see what's underneath? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some things like that where I'm like, eh, we'll just let that be what it is. <laughs> so we'll just let that grow as it needs to grow yeah. right now and address it when it needs to. Yes. I definitely feel that. Um, uh, back to Dave. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so the, the body has just fallen out of the shower. She freaks out. What I love is that Dave doesn't try to lie about it. No. He, he immediately, she asked, it's so funny. She asked him like three different questions, which was like, why does it have feet? And what is going on? Why is it so heavy? Yes, why is it so heavy? And he's like, well, I assume they designed it anatomically like relevant to the- But he answers honestly. He's like, this is what it is. And, and this is what I do. I like that he didn't try to hide anything. And then they were able to have an open discussion about it. And they totally. ended up like- she, he shows her porn that he likes, and I thought it was really healthy to see two people figure out a sexual relationship. I feel like you don't see that in a non-conventional story, too. You yes. know what I mean? I feel like so many people like experience stuff like that, like yeah. with their significant other, but like it's never been on TV like that. And I also think it's common to feel secure in your romantic relationship with somebody and to not feel necessarily secure or seen in your sexual relationship because it's so taboo and because we don't talk about it. Definitely. So Definitely. I love that part of the episode. And then just go watch it because the end scene is hysterical. It so is actually. Episode three. Choosing the, if we do choose to look at it that way, it is actually a really good commentary just because mm -hmm. like of, of, people and their own expectations of how they think they should be and just open communication and how mm -hmm. that can fucking solve things and it's a great ending it's a great it's ending. a great ending i mean yeah. i watched it and immediately that night i made cole my boyfriend who's also a producer Woo! i guess we should say shout that. out cole um i made him watch it immediately because yeah i was like this is the best thing i've ever seen it's awesome so good i remember yeah me and my roommates watched it we were cracking up yeah for days uh so hey. I, let me see i have a couple other short sure. uh moments i love when episode two he has to write a song for the kid that died yeah yeah so funny he writes the worst it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible it's like really bad and it's his first live performance yeah yeah would you you want to give context yeah on, uh... so so this okay his girlfriend's a teacher she's a kindergarten teacher kindergarten teacher and so one of her students was like a big fan of dave and or of little dickie and 
He he dies. They don't say how. I don't think they. No, I don't think they ever specify. He's dead. But he so, has, yeah, he has since this moment passed. So Dave like goes with her to some parent teacher conference and meets the parents, and the parents are like, "Will you perform at the funeral?" And Dave yeah. is like, "What the fuck? That's a lot." But it's also like it's like a gathering of the school. It's yeah. like it's like on a state, like it's like a big <laughs> deal, you know. So um, um, the he, memorial service. Yes, so yes. he tries to write this song. Memorial service. I think the kid's name is John. Yeah. 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 yeah um, John. <laughs> God, but he just he never actually gets to perform it because the funny thing at the end is that Macklemore shows up and yeah, does the show does instead. It. But the song he sings is just hysterical. Yeah. I loved it. And I was like, is he actually going to perform this? So glad that he didn't get to. <laughs> it was clutch. It was definitely clutch. And like, that's a great episode. And I'd honestly say, like, like, I don't know. Like, the weakest episode in this season is still so much better than, like, so much TV. Yes. Yes. You know I, what I, I mean? agree. I just want to shout it from a mountaintop. I feel like nobody got with it until no, like and recently. I, I actually and I'm like, feel kind of bad because when you brought in the Zach brought in one of these scenes to for our acting class, and I was like, oh, I need to go watch that because there's some gold in there, and I never did. And that was like over a year ago. It, it just feels it just feels like very with the times, yes. and it's not afraid to be gross and irreverent. Yeah. But in such an effective way. And I gotta say, I wish more shows would do that because I think people shy away from the quote-unquote gross and irreverent stuff because they do it in sort of weird... Like, Adam Sandler does that very well. Yeah, sure. But he doesn't doesn't do it for a purpose. And I think that, like, yeah, seeing the fuck-me-whatever doll was a little (laughs) weird... But I, but it brought out a really important conversation for him and his girlfriend, and totally. they were able to work through something. Totally. And so, show that to me on TV if that's what it is. And absolutely. So don't shy away from the show if that's kind of stuff that you're not interested in. You, uh, you've seen Guardians, correct? Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. As a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yes. So, um, Dave. I think what is so charming about him a lot of times, and we, we were talking about how he was like answering those three questions, like bang, 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 right, mm-hmm. he's very Drax-like. Yeah. And that he doesn't. A little robotic. A little bit, like he, like he takes things most of the time as they are given to him and respond. Yes. You know what I mean? Like no matter what the situation. Yeah. Is. If you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy, Drax is like an alien. Yeah. And he says things very matter-of-factly. He's de- he's devoid of. Uh, uh, being it, yeah, he's like devoid of emotional investment in mm-hmm. things, and he also uh, has no concept of sarcasm or nuance. He's yeah, yeah, exactly. That's he's very, a great connection. Actually. He's very matter of fact. Yeah, Dave is. I didn't think about it until you had just like brought that up. Yeah, a second ago. yeah. There's a lot of jokes that I think go over Dave's head because totally. he's he's very serious, and I think that's what mm-hmm. makes it so funny is that he's locked in all the yeah. time. Oh yeah, very serious. Definitely. When people, I love the. The trope that's throughout the show, people will recognize him, but not for what he wants to be recognized for. They'll be like, "Oh, you're the guy that what, what is the YouTube video he did?" Oh, um, somebody suck. Somebody me. suck me. He does this YouTube. <laughs> they video. go viral in an effort to get more publicity. <laughs> yes, he he does this YouTube video where he goes, "Somebody suck me," like in a library, and then all these different places. 
And so somebody points him out as like, oh, you're the somebody suck me guy. Or the first episode is like, oh, my dick sucks yeah. guy. Yeah. And he's like, I just want people to see me as a serious rapper. But, like, and, but he's also comparing himself to like Kanye, Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> like very, and like, what, like, you know, so it's very, his idea of who he is and what he comes off uh, to the general fo- population uh, is just all that already creates really great conflict. Yes. There's also the time that he's out with Gata uh, on the side of the road and the, the Hollywood tour bus comes up and they pull over and they're like, yo, 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 it's Wiz Khalifa. Yes. And like uh, Gata just rolls with it and he goes, yeah, yeah. we the boys. And he's like, let's go. And like, Dave's so sad. Yeah. He just oh, never gets the, uh, he just never gets the recognition. Um, all of the rappers that are in this give great performances also. Excellent. I have to say my two favorite cameos, though, mm-hmm. I have them written down. Yeah. When he's when he meets Justin Bieber for his Yeah. Oh, time. dude, awesome. So funny. I love that Justin, like, went along with it. And he was really funny. He oh, he was, was really great. Cute. He was great. And then my favorite cameo is Courtney Kardashian. I knew, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. She, that interaction's great. God, it's hilarious. And I think it's like episode eight, seven or eight. Yeah, the, he, both of those are in the same episode. Yeah, he yeah. meets her at a party. And it's, again, very awkward, but totally. hilarious. So He just, like, somehow he comes around and rolls with the punches. But, like, he's just, he plays that, like, East Coast, Philadelphia, like, uh, like really competitive, like kind of grimy East Coast guy, like just so well. My favorite characters are his parents. Oh, they're so funny. Perfect. They're the perfect dad. Like sitcom parents. They, they are the perfect sitcom. They're the parents. perfect sitcom parents. But they just you know can't figure out the technology. Can't they don't have a filter. Out. Like, they don't have a concept of, like, a his lot of what's going on. His dad dresses up all nice to go see his first performance. <laughs> He's, like, rapping, so it's obviously not... Oh, my God. Oh. The, um, when, they're, when they're trying to file... His, or they're sending uh, um, Andrew Santino all of his federal tax information because he's taking him on as his manager. And yeah. they're like... He's like, do you take zip files? And he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm zipping it over right now. And then, like, dude, like, uh, Dave's mom comes in. They start talking about, like, bootlegging someone's Hulu prescription and the legal ramifications. (laughs) And, like, Santino hangs up the phone. And he's like, oh, he hung up. He's like, because you can't. And she's like, what? And, like, it's just the part. Like, it's just. It's so funny. It's it's very relatable. It's funny that. As someone with like mad white parents, it's yeah, very relatable. yeah. I also like that the parents. Oftentimes, we see them in the phone call situation. They're doing very mundane things, like yeah. getting coffee ready in the morning or going on a drive. Meanwhile, Dave's like in the middle of something, yeah, trying to trying to Get call them done. and make the understanding happen. So it's always like awkward hang up, which is hilarious. He calls his parents. He's trying to wire ten thousand dollars to YG. And um, and she's <laughs> like, YG is he? A, is he a Korean rapper? Like YG? It's, he's like, what? <laughs> Come on! Like, it's just, it's so. The first yeah. episode was actually so stressful for me because just thinking about having to put up that amount of money, I was like, ah. yeah. The stakes are high throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Like every story, like has weight and like 
every character is put in a vulnerable situation at one mm-hmm. point or another. Even uh, Taco and uh, Christine Coe's characters yeah. have a you know have a cool episode I, about their relationship. Yeah, too. I really like. They um, go to this flea market and get wooden shirts. You would totally wear a wooden shirt. I saw that and I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I was I, like, I would totally, I could totally see it. Like, if it got, like, cool enough, like, I could I, see you, like, incorporating a wooden shirt into something. Do you know something. what I mean? I think it could actually work. Like, they, in the TV show, they make No, it- see, I don't, but I know <laughs> you do. So <laughs> I want it, you to tell me how it works. They make it very bulky yeah. in the show, so it's like a round barrel, like a log I was say, it doesn't and like... And you have to walk like this. It's not like... It doesn't form... Yeah. You know, it's wood. Um, <laughs> but I... Like, you could get really thin... Like plywood? Yeah. Or like even like... Or yeah, like a... Almost... Oh, well, what do you think? Like... I feel like you could cut it as thin as like... Not as thin as paper. Maybe a little... Pretty bit close, like for sure. But then you can you have, get lumber that thin. I right? would wear a wooden shirt. Someone get on that, make a wooden shirt. A wooden shirt that <laughs> for like, me. A wooden shirt that might flow. If if someone hears this and sends us a wooden shirt, uh, I'll wear we'll, it. We'll do I'll, something I'll with it. it. Yeah, I I, I would one hundred percent wear it. I'd wear it for a full episode. There would have to be. You'd have to like shellac it or something because there's no splinters. It's a great word, shellac. Shellac. My dad. My dad's huge into woodworking. Oh, okay. Um, I've shown you some of his stuff, right? Yes, you have. He, I'm an idiot. I don't know no, why. no, no. He, oh god, he's insane. He just made a spring out of wood. Holy shit! I don't even know how he does it, but he just starts selling his stuff too. Wow. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I cut you off. Any uh, any other? Um. Oh. <laughs> um. My one of my really favorites, and it's. A really beautiful moment when she does the speech at the wedding, at the wedding yeah. in the second to last episode. Excellent monologue. If you're into acting, go check it out. You could use that for anything. Really? Um, I might use it for showcase. But yeah, she's again, she just has a really great capacity for truth. Like I really believe her and I feel like somebody else doing that speech might have been contrived or like cheesy. Totally. She made she she The way really, it's written it it seems very easily to fall yes, into that. Yeah, you, know? you could fall into that trap, but she connected it back to what was going on with her while still being present at the wedding. I'm kind of being vague about this because it's towards the end of the season, so you I don't want to spoil things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go watch it. Go Such check a it out. Beautiful and emotional scene. For sure. Um yeah, I mean the last episode is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean killer season finale. Yeah. Um uh Breakfast Club moment. Mm-hmm. Um if uh those listening are familiar with the Breakfast Club on Hot Ninety Seven, um it's just his, it's like his, it's like the biggest peak defining moment for him as it should be in the season finale. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad that you liked it. I love it. Awesome. I will recommend it to others. I'm so excited to watch yeah. the next season. I'm with so you. excited to watch Yeah, it's going to be great. Gonna I be know, perfect. we get to talk about it yeah. now, every single time. I was just so. saying, I'm glad I like have friends who uh, nerd out about it with I, I, I always... You know, I'm trying to find somebody to talk to Bachelorette about. So yeah, well, I'm, I'm that. Like I said, I'm dialed in now. Yeah, so good. it's good. Cool. Yay! Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we we can call episode two in the book. Episode two. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Uh, Go listen to your friends. Too. Yep. 
Try something new. I'm Zach. I'm Caitlin. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time.